Hi, folks. This is Steve Moore substituting in for Larry Kudlow today, who is on a very well-deserved vacation. Uh, I am a, a regular guest on Larry Kudlow's uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time a show on Fox Business, which I hope you all watch every uh, every weekday. It is now rated, by the way, the number one. Larry's not going to say this because he's too modest, but I'm going to boast uh, for him that he has the number one talk business show on um, cable TV of all the networks. So congratulations, congratulations to Larry Kudlow. What, what a great show and what a great communicator he is. But I am substituting for him this hour. This is the Red Apple Network. And our flagship, of course, is WABC Talk Radio in New York. Uh, I hope you're enjoying this great, um, beautiful, beautiful um, Saturday afternoon across the country. So I want to get to my uh, guest, David Sokol. David is the author of a great new book called um, America in Perspective. Uh, he is the co-author of that book with um, Adam Brandon, who is uh, a colleague of mine at uh, a, a um, group called um, Freedom Works. And so you should check out their website. But this book is really a must read because it tells us the history of this country and how we got to the level of prosperity we have, but also how we can save our country because I'm very nervous about the direction of things. Um, David is um, a very successful businessman, uh, grew up in Nebraska, and has really become a Horatio Alger story of how you pull yourself up for your bootstraps and become financially successful in this country. So he has very sage advice for the rest of us. David, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Well, it's a pleasure to be with you, Steve. Thanks for having me. So uh, I don't know if you heard what I was saying earlier, uh, a few minutes ago on the show, but I'm very disturbed about this uh, idea of this student loan bailout. And it's not even about the money so much, uh, uh, David. You know, we're a rich country and we're borrowing so much money already. What's another half trillion dollars of debt? But I think I'm worried about what this, the kind of signal that we're sending to kids and young adults and even older adults that they don't have to repay their bills, that someone else is responsible for their finances. And that just seems to be un-American to me. What say you? Well, I agree completely, Steve. I think it's it's actually one of the reasons things like this are, are the reasons Adam and I wrote the book. Um, and I think there's five reasons why this tuition thing just is is insane. You know, the first is the president does not, nor should he have the authority to spend a half a trillion dollars or more of America's taxpayer right. dollars without congressional uh, direction. And he does not have it. And he knows he doesn't yeah. have it. Yeah. Secondly, By the way, if I can just you interrupt know, you for a second on that, yeah. um, you're you're exactly right. And I think what's almost comical about that is that the he's asserting a power, uh, an emergency power from COVID, David, <laughs> COVID ended a year ago. What does student loan relief have anything? To, how could that have anything to do with someone repaying their student loan? So it just shows that. This is a desperate attempt for the president to subvert Congress. And by the way, even Nancy Pelosi agrees with us on this. Well, and he did, too, a year ago. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it is, it, it's another half a trillion dollars. They just spent seven hundred billion um, yeah. two weeks ago uh, for, for, for something that's certainly not going to reduce inflation. It's going to increase inflation and increase our national debt. And then, you know, so that's two. The third thing is. 
does anybody believe that this wasn't just an effort to buy votes for the midterm election? I mean, it's not shouldn't be lost on anyone that he made his announcement and he's running around the country uh, on the first week of, of students back on campus. And, uh, exactly. and then the, the, the next item is, as an American that people should be concerned with is this action does absolutely nothing to correct the insanity of the underlying bill, which which will loan money irrespective of the value of the education. You know, when you when, when somebody buys a, a Camry, uh, you know, forget the total equipment, but you know, call it thirty thousand dollars. Banks will only loan 80 percent effectively against the value of that car. Only the United States government, if you told them, gee, but I'm going to buy this car at a place called Princeton, and it's going to cost me $300,000, only the United States government would say, oh, okay, well, then I'll, I'll loan you $300,000 to buy that Camry. Um, you know, I mean, can I just, stop you there for a minute? Because, again, this, you're making yeah. some excellent points, and I want to amplify this because, you know, I have not made that point, but it is really, it is, it is a really strong one because what you're saying then is that the student or the family – doesn't really have any skin in the game. You know, they don't have to put up any money. And that that's, by the way, that's right uh, why the, you know, the banks normally require you to put some skin in the game uh, so that uh, you're showing that you have a commitment to repay the loan. And so you're right, that's outrageous. And I would just add to what you're saying, David, that, um, by the way, I'm talking to David Sokol, who is the author of the great new book, uh, American Perspective, that, um, you know, this is one of the reasons that the universities keep raising their tuition. Because, that's and right. that's been the fastest rate of increase in inflation over the last 30 years has been student uh, tuitions, in part because the government's picking up the tab. That's right. And if, and if we're going to and if we think that that providing an opportunity to borrow money from from our taxpayers for someone to get an education, well, why why shouldn't we limit it to state institutions in the state where they live? And I'll give you an example. I, I got the, the numbers this morning. Uh, a young person can get an English degree at the University of Nebraska at Omaha if they live at home. Their total cost of tuition to get a four-year uh, English degree would be twenty-two thousand dollars. Wow! Books, 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 and, and tuition. If they get that same degree from Princeton, it's almost three hundred thousand dollars. Now, That's the reality is that English that, that English degree you'll get the same salary at whatever school district you end up teaching English in, whether you went to the University of Nebraska at Omaha or Princeton. And so the fact that our government Amazing. will, will yeah. loan money for something that that, that student's never going to be able to pay that loan back. But it, but that was preordained up front. I mean, if we're going to have a system, use the state university system, allow kids to get the benefit of in, in-state tuition uh, and, and only only loan money to the value of the education. Um, and then, you know, the last of the five points on this, yeah, the last of the five points is this is in my lifetime, the worst example of government socialism in practice. The president of the United States without congressional authority is taking a half a trillion dollars and giving it away to, to garner votes and, and, and to feel good for himself. Um, that is, you know, David, I think, I, I think that's backfiring though. I really do. I think people are so angry. And they see this for what you, you're just saying. They see it as a cynical ploy by the uh, Biden administration to buy votes of young voters. But I'll tell you, I mean, I talked to people like my wife. She went to UCLA. She, when she graduated, she didn't have, you know, a huge salary. Uh, and she 
but she did repay her loan and now she's furious. You know, she just feels like it's like a chump, you know, because the yeah. the other people in her class d- didn't pay back their loan. And now she has to pay taxes to bail out their, their loans when she did the right thing and they didn't. Yeah. You know, I, I worked two jobs to pay for my tuition each semester. Yeah. And, and, uh, and frankly, it affected, you know, other things I could have done and, and, and my athletic career and, and, uh, and everything else. But, but it was the right thing to do. I wanted to get an education. I didn't have a family that could afford to pay for it. And, and, but, but I went to a, to a state university, which was perfectly good school and, and got a degree. I mean, this, this, this type of socialism, and by the way, this is socialism in its worst possible form yes. because you're talking about yes. giving away money to people making 125 and 250 thousand dollars a year. So we're not trying to help yeah. low income folks. So David, <laughs> yeah, is, David, let me let me give you an example of what you're talking about. I mean, I, you went to University of Nebraska, right? Right. Yep. And I went. I went to the University of Illinois, a fellow <laughs> Big Ten school. And when I graduated, I think during graduation eighty four, nineteen eighty four, my tuition was about twelve hundred dollars a semester. Do you know what it is today? It's more like um, fifteen thousand dollars a semester. So think about that. Yeah. In thirty years, you know, or so, they've increased the tuition, you know, more than twelve fold. So, uh, you know, it's just so unfair. We're we're only making college less affordable, not more affordable with these loans. That's right. And, and, you know, the very technology that allows us to use Zoom calling today and all kinds of other, you know, Microsoft Teams and all this stuff, those technologies were originally yeah. developed in universities. And universities are the only <clears throat> the only institutions that don't use them. I mean, education <laughs> today so should true. be... Yeah, it should hey, be David, a I've got to take a break. I got to take a quick break. Can uh, can I hold you over to the next section? Yeah, I'll be glad to. Okay, that's David Sokol. This is Steve Moore. I'm filling in for the great Larry Kudlow on the Kudlow Show on Red Apple Media. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com. 